Welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. I'm excited to say hello to the globe. In this show, we hope to bring you new ideas to your spiritual path by letting you hear how other folks have walked their path or how they awaken. The planet, the solar system, and every being in it is waking up in some way or ascending on their spiritual path, and we're changing from a dimensional world to something different. We're expanding our world from duality to a world where we are back to all one, and we're interested in new ways to create peace within ourselves and with others. There are always bigger, brighter ways to surf, so grab your boards. Grab somebody's boards. We'll be looking at light energies, earth energies, and our own spirit energies and using them to change our world. So let's ride the waves of our new space together and share our stories. Today, my guest is Blossom Benedict. She's a singer, actress, and international voice coach and access facilitator. Her unique workshops combine some of the finest voice coaching techniques with simple yet dynamic tools and processes. You can unlock the barriers to being in front of an audience and break through to a powerful, dynamic, spontaneous, and listen to voice voice in the world that's truly you. So welcome, Blossom. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on again. It's always fun to be here. I'm so glad you're here. Surfing the psychic waves. So there's many waves that we're kind of all surfing right now. And you have a couple of workshops coming up about Right Voice for You. And I'd love to hear again what that means. Like, how do we find our voice? Yeah. The, like the real one. Yeah. You know, so this title confuses people, first of all. This right voice for you. People are like, what does this mean? And what do you mean the right voice? I thought we were trying to get out of judgment of our voice. Is this a singing class? I don't want to sing. Why should I come? Um, you know, but this this type of work, it started being a little bit more about creativity. So singing, acting, speaking. But what it's really turned into over the years is really showing up authentically in front of other people, not hiding your story, not apologizing for who you are. You know, there's so many people who every single move they make is sort of calculated based on, am I willing to receive this judgment? What will people think of this? And it's really just time to get out of our own ways so you can enjoy living, first of all, and really create the life that's that's dancing in the back of your head that you go, gosh, I know I could do this thing. And then, you know, we stop ourselves with all these points of view. Yeah. It's almost become really heavy. I notice it more and more. And I've been to only one workshop, but I do know that it's changed a lot how I jump into things and, and talk to people. I don't have that first sort of barrier of, I don't know, that wall around me. Yeah. Which is so cool. You know, there's a phrase that, that we use in the work, um, what if what you think is your greatest wrongness is actually your greatest strongness? And people hide the craziest things about them. Um, my brother is a psychologist, a counselor um, and at this recovery, like addiction, sexual addiction program. And he just, for the very first time, after several conversations back and forth, sort of shared publicly that he had his own struggle with sex addiction before becoming the counselor of this program or the director of this sex addiction program. And I'm going, oh, my gosh, like, of course, people going to a sex addiction program would want to know like, Hey, I've been in your shoes. I've been through this. I know, I know what's really going on. But to him, he's looking at, he's been in this field for years and never shared this with anyone. He's looking at, well, you know, there's shame involved. Will people judge me? Will I lose my job? Will I? And 
and this conversation just going on in his head and I'm going, oh my gosh, this thing you're hiding is what makes you the most valuable asset in this scenario. Like we have to stop hiding our secrets and all just pretending, oh, I'm happy, I'm normal, everything's good. Um, that is how we create a really sort of lonely, isolated world. Yes, and that you have to keep it sort of perfect. Yep. And all your ducks in a row. Hey, look at the house is always cleaned up. I look at social media, and I think that that's making it all so much worse. You know, like, oh, let's post the perfect day over and over and over. And it's like, no, let's let's show up as real people, unafraid of whatever's going on for you, and and have more interesting, real conversations. Yeah, there is something about sort of the posting and kind of keeping up that everything's going well in your world. That's very Victorian era. <laughs> you know, I feel like I should have this white dress on that all the way up to my neck and a, a giant hat or something. And like, everything's perfect. Yeah. And obviously that's not happening every single second. Yeah. And what is, I don't even understand what perfect is anymore. What I noticed with the right voice for you work, which was uh, based on access consciousness, and you're always asking questions. So maybe you could explain asking the questions and finding your voice at the same time. Absolutely. So we ask tons of questions in this work because basically the, the work is all about expanding your awareness. You're always if, if you have greater awareness, you have greater choices available and you have greater awareness of if you choose a particular thing, what it will create in the future. Um, so basically, the more awareness you have, the less you're sort of like blindly stumbling through the world, surprised by the effects of your choices. And what happens is questions just open up your awareness. So we don't even ask questions to get answers to them. We just ask questions to bring up an energy and to sort of open up doors in the universe. So some of those are really open-ended, like, well, what else is possible I've never considered before? Or how does it get better than this? Um, you know, some really open-ended things. The other type of questions we really dive into in this work um, have to do with, like, you know, if you tell yourself a story over and over, oh, I can't sing, or I'll never make it on my own, or it's hard to earn enough money to be independent, you know, these stories that sort of stop us and hold us back, we start asking questions like, okay, who does that belong to? You know, like, where did you take on that story from? Is it even yours? Are you willing to return it to sender? Um, we also start asking questions like, well, what's your judgment of that? What's your judgment of money? Um, what's your judgment of being seen? And all these just different energies that you don't know they exist. You're not walking through the world thinking these things, but they're underlying. They're sitting with you. You know, your judgment of money may be that rich people aren't happy. Your judgment of showing up may be based on this voice that, you, you know, your grandmother in your head saying, women should be seen and not heard or who knows, right? <laughs> so these questions were really like, let's bring up all this icky old energy that probably doesn't even match what you, what you cognitively think. And let's clear it out of existence. You know, let's um, show you, wow, okay, this is just one interesting point of view. I'm ready to let this story go now. Yeah, I think this idea of asking questions, I've been trying to get on this little treadmill and just ask and ask and ask and ask. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I forget. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I could just ask. So what I've noticed is that when things are really getting nuts, like 
I don't know how I got here <laughs> in whatever situation I'm in and it's not going well or whatever. I start asking, how does it get any better than this? And um, I noticed that it just makes everything bigger and I can breathe again. It's like, like you're saying, all the doors just, all these doors just kind of suddenly open, like other stuff can happen just by asking this question, even though I might be in this situation that's not going well at all. Oh, totally. But, yeah. I love that but, question. You miss the taxi, you miss the train, your kid throws up on your shirt before you leave for work. And yeah. okay, how does it get better than this? Because not only does it give you space, but it also shows you sort of what I want to say what the universe had in mind. So say you're asking, say you're asking for a job that you love and you're asking and asking and you desire that and you're creating into that. And then your kids throwing up on your shirt in the morning and delaying you 20 minutes getting out the door may put you on a different subway than you would have been on before. And now you're sitting next to this person who knows somebody who runs the corporation you've been trying to get an interview with forever. It's like, how does it get better? If you, if you are actively desiring and, and choosing something and asking for it, the universe is already co-creating that with you. So, you know, it's so easy to then judge and second guess the, the details of how it shows up instead of just go, okay, how does it get better than this? Show me and, and show me how do we get to what I desire, the life I desire to live faster, more elegantly with more ease. Yeah. I, it's like in the past, you have to shut it all down. Like, oh, this is not going well. I'm out of here. Yeah. Or control. <laughs> control is like the surest yeah. way to get everything you desire as slowly as possible. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was going to work. Really, it did. Yeah. The other thing you brought mentioned was about creativity and sort of that attitude of, you know, of money around creativity. And I had kept asking questions and I noticed that it wasn't a money question for me, sort of keeping me back from creative uh, projects I'm working on, but it was time mm. and this attitude about time and over many lifetimes, I just had this idea about manipulating time or I don't know. It was all full of lots of other points of view, um, different things, but I noticed if I wouldn't have gotten there unless I kept asking questions. Yep. And time is something we, we create, like you create the time for things that you desire to do or be. You know, I hear people say, if, if people say I don't have the time or I don't have the money, those are two things that I, I never argue with and I don't try to take away from people. However, I know that when you truly, when someone truly desires something, they create the time and they create the money. So I just wonder, you know, are you willing to give up those excuses? Just start noticing for anyone listening, just start noticing where you're using those as excuses. And if nothing else, just say in your head, what else is possible when you say that? Like replace, I don't have the time with, okay, what else is possible? You know, what could I be or do different? What could I add to my life that would allow this to be easy? You know, maybe you add to your life somebody else who picks up your kids on Thursday, or maybe you, you add to your life, um, who, like, who knows? A vacation. A vacation, right? <laughs> <laughs> and get time. Get more time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's funny how much we'd like lock it down and make it small. And if we went the other way and just made it bigger, then, you know, we have more uh, I don't know, creative juices to 
get to what we want. Yeah, absolutely. It's more going over to what we want instead of, I guess, getting it. Maybe get is a weird, not a present kind of word to use anymore. Um, another energy that comes up all the time is the willingness to allow things to change. Um, you know, to so when you say get what you want, even we're taught we're supposed to figure out what that is really young. You know, what do you want to be when you grow up? Um, and then you're supposed to work to get it. And some of the beautiful. I don't even know what that means. Right. Get. Right. Get. I need to achieve. get a vacation. Yeah. yeah. Um, but some of the most beautiful things in my life have shown up when I realized, oh, what I desired had changed, morphed, expanded, and allowing that new thing to come into my life. You know, so I'd even ask people, how many things are you working towards achieving that are no longer what you actually desire? Um, and would you be willing to let let your your true desires, your present desires, actually dictate the choices you make in a day? Um, because desire is an undeniable energy. Like people cannot say true desire. It's very different than I want. I want more money. I want more time. I desire to change this. I desire to have X, Y, Z. Like desire is this unstoppable energy. And so when you switch from like, oh, I need to do this. I want to do this to no, I desire for ABC. I desire to have more. I desire to create you doors will open that you go oh my gosh where did these come from just amazing amazing work tell me about the next workshop you have coming up i think it's in vancouver yes it is um i have this year i'm going to vancouver to london to new york and to mumbai so i have four i have four right voice for you adventures this year and they're two and a half day long day long um adventures really in in showing up in being seen and getting out of your story and looking at, hey, what do you want to create and how? And um, it always is remarkable to me how different people can be. You know, if you're actually willing to to allow everything to change in a short period of time, um, that sort of is what is available um, in these spaces that, that surprises me again and again. People again going, I'm small, I can't, I'm this, I'm that. And, you know, I have to pull them off the stage by day three. <laughs> they go, wow, I have things to say. I have things to contribute. I actually like me. Um, it's sort of a remarkable journey. So the word voice, as in right voice for you, it's kind of like everything about you. Yeah, to me, it's your voice in the world. One of the, my London, uh, you know, London is so known for theater and the the poster we have for London actually says, your life is a stage. Are you starring in it? And, and basically we're, it's again, not about creativity. Your voice in the world is how you express you in the world, how you be you in the world. And, and you say a phrase like be you and people just don't really know what that means. Cause they go, well, of course I'm being me. What else would I be? And no, I mean, many of us are being sort of like the censored, cautious, need approval version of us rather than, you know, your voice in the world is like in an open, authentic, present way. What what would you choose um, if you weren't, again, functioning from other people's needs, from what you want, like all of those energies? 
And then there's another workshop you have coming up called Five Days to Change Your Life. Yes, that's not till October, and I'm doing that in Washington, D.C., and it just felt so I only do this class once a year and I do it for me as much as anything because this is the this is the first five days of curriculum of the tools of access consciousness, which just blew the roof off everything for me because. You know, I know we've done some other interviews, but when I found this work, I was really sick. I had a thyroid disorder. I was taking all sorts of medications. I saw a friend the other day who asked me, hey, do you still sleep with your bed on a tilt? My bed used to be on like a 45 degree angle. (laughs) I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot. Gone are the days. Um, But, you know, so I had a lot going on and this work, I had tried everything and it was the the first thing that actually shifted my health, allowed me to see I was creating my own disaster with money, my own smallness, my own strange relationships. Um, So this really is the foundational work of, hey, let's get a ton of tools in your hands. Let's break through a bunch of these old ideas that aren't serving you. Um, and I thought, what what more fun place to do it than in Washington, D.C.? Because what consciousness does is it just starts to break apart this reality. So in the face of consciousness, judgment, lies, these things, they just they have a harder time being held in place. And I thought, oh my gosh, how fun would it be to bring a hundred people choosing more consciousness, asking different questions, like how much could we sort of, you know, F up the government in five days of consciousness in DC. So um, that's one of my secret maniacal plans just by being a different energy. I'd like that. But, you know, I mean, we have all these ideas about, you know, America and the Declaration of Independence and the Bill of Rights and all these, all these rules and regulations. And it was supposed to be maybe expansive at the time. And so, you know, it's kind of like we're, you're doing that for yourself. Like you had all these grand plans that you kind of locked into place, but you can free them all up now. Absolutely. And, you know, I don't think anybody is arguing, oh, my gosh, our government works so well. You know, there's so much <laughs> there's so there's so much sort of bickering and back and forth. And and when you infuse any area of your life with greater consciousness, this is what I've seen when I infuse my finances with actual awareness and question and possibility and choice, it cannot, they cannot stay the same. You know, when you infuse a relationship with consciousness, you, you can't view your problems the same. You can't lock your judgments of this person in place. You can't say to yourself over and over, Oh, he's always like that because you have awareness that that's no longer true. So, um, yeah, just excited to see, huh, I wonder what would happen if we infused just a little more question into uh, the the most political city on earth. Yeah. I mean, things can change. Yeah. It could be different. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. There's another one in San Diego. I'm not sure if you wanted to talk about this. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'll mention it briefly. It has really high prerequisites. You have to have done a lot of access, uh, bars, foundation one, two, and three. So it's about 10 days of workshops you need to have done in order to get there. Um, it's called How to Get Everything You Want Without Working That Hard. And this class is about um, manipulation, really. Um, and in the nicest sense, people hate that word. Um, but it's actually about 
how do you use the tools of consciousness to get others to choose greater in their own lives? Um, how do you manipulate, how do you skillfully and artfully manage energies around you in order to create um, a greater effect in the world and, and truly to get what you desire. So um, I've been resisting this class for years. Uh, people have been asking me to do a class about manipulation for probably the last six years. And I'm like, no, 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 I won't. I don't know anything about it. And now I go, all right, fine, we're doing this. So it's being live streamed on like six different countries. It's it's not streamed from Antarctica, but it's, <laughs> it, it's going to be a really interesting couple of days. I'll tell you that. That's the end of June. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Because I do think we make it hard. Or in the past, we have made things sort of difficult and have to climb through all these steps. And, and, and yet I know personally that I have not done that in every single case. I, even where I live, I walked in and went, oh, yeah, this is the place. And I like had bought my place in, I don't know, two weeks. Yeah. It's, so I wasn't even trying. Yeah. And that is the magic available. Like when we when we give up control, when we get out of our own way, you stop functioning from other people's points of view. The universe can start sort of bending to your desires, like delivering things to you. Um, I was looking for a venue in Vancouver the other day, and the girls were like, "Oh, I have a list of 200 venues. We're going to call all these." And I said, "No, can we just ask a couple questions and pull some energy from a fabulous venue?" And they called two places, and we, I just went, that's, that's it. That's the one. What, what's the best price we can get on this? What would it take to get this for way less than what they think they want to give it to us for? And, you know, we only called two places, and a lot of people in this reality go, well, you need to price compare. You need to. And I said, no, I'm actually certain that this is an amazing space for this class at an amazing price, and I'm so willing to just let this be easy. Um, you know, what would it take to when you ask for consciousness and ask for ease to actually then allow it to, to show up and move on? Yeah. Ask for ease. Yeah. And ease is so different than easy. A lot of people are like, oh, I want an easy life. No, you don't. You'd be bored. You just want all of the amazing, creative, exciting adventures, endeavors to to come with some ease and a sense of ease has more to do with what's in your body and what's in your mind while you're handling whatever. You don't want everything to be easy. You would be so ready to vacate the planet. Um, you know, that's a big lie, but everything can come to you with a sense of ease and a sense of joy, um, a sense of exuberant expression, you know, which we call glory and access. Um, that is way more delicious to me than easy. I don't think I use easy very much anyway. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like I'm changing all the time. Yeah. I'm changing what I desire. I'm changing who I want to create with. Totally. And just all those desires sort of can be in motion. And, and I'm trying not to stop them. <laughs> well, <good. laughs> to control the universe. <laughs> But, you know, the project I'm probably most excited about, and I have all these workshops, um, and the thing with workshops is, you know, I, I have access to 80 to 100 people at a time, which is wonderful, um, and I, I'm looking at, like, how can I play with, how can I get these tools in the hands of thousands or tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions, um, 
So I did also recently, I created this little um, film. It's a 30 minute thing about Right Voice for You. And it's not promoting the classes. It's not getting people to them. It's actually like, it's turned out really beautiful about, you know, the value of showing up in the world, getting out of your own way, um, getting over your stories. And there's footage from classes. So watching people sort of use different tools and questions I give them to transform um, energies. And and that's going to be free. It's going to be launched, I believe, at the end of June. And, um, you know, that's something I'm really hoping to get in the hands of everyone listening. And maybe that they'll want to pass it on to somebody else in their life who's maybe playing a little bit small, because really, that's, that's my message. And, you know, I love it when people come to workshops and want to dive deeply into the work. But if we could all just give up one piece of our story um, today, it would it would change so much. And so I'm really I'm, I'm like, fly, little film. Who else do you want to talk to? <laughs> that sounds amazing. Yeah. So you've got to keep us. Yeah. Well, let me know when it comes we out. We will. I will. The URL is not quite done. Um, I think I think it's going to be called All of You, though, Creating Beyond Your Story. So yeah, I'll, I'll like keep it. you posted. Okay. So thank you so much, Blossom. Oh, thanks. For sharing with us today. Thanks for having me and, and for the work you do. I your way of sharing um, sharing new ideas in a way everybody can hear and digest is, is really fun. So I love following you and what you're doing. Thanks so much. Are you committed to your best life? Do you have the life, living, and love you truly desire? Or are there obstacles and limitations in the way of that? Dana Lewis is a global change facilitator, best-selling author, and speaker. She has over 20 years of corporate and startup experience, certifications in teaching, facilitating, and a magnanimous amount of caring, inspiration, and empowerment. She works with individuals and businesses to provide pragmatic tools and strategy to create the framework and flow that's required to be the luscious leader of your life, living, and love. Would you like to find out more? Go to danalewis.com.